fuck face this is Damien Cockburn. Ah, uh, that's me, sir. Uh, it's good to finally meet you at last, get some face time. And who here is a key grip? You? You. Hit that director in the face. Really fucking hard. Sorry, man. back to the thunder rooster podcast my name is ron and i am paul and today we are talking about a movie that is very near and dear to my heart just touches my comedy soul just say it's your favorite movie it's not though okay fine it's It's top five top five five. second favorite fine we are talking about (laughs) the comedy hit tropic thunder here we go again and again 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 (laughs) <laughs> One thing we should definitely note before we get into this, um, it's actually 12 years to the day yep. The Tropic Thunder was released. August 13th of 2008. And we didn't even set that up. It was just spur of the moment. Nope. I actually went and saw the movie uh, opening weekend for my birthday, and uh, I had not seen the trailer. I mm-hmm. saw the trailer for the first time a couple of days ago, and like, I just I wanted to see the movie just from the... Just from the movie poster, just seeing, you know, Jack Black, Mm -hmm. Ben Stiller, and Robert Downey Jr. all in the same movie. And it's like, I hadn't seen it for, it was going back, I would want to say like maybe six, seven years ago, but the first thing that I knew about with the movie was just the poster. Right. And I thought, what the F? (laughs) (laughs) You've got Jack Black, you know, he's got, what, bleached blonde hair. Right. And of course, the obviously... <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. In blackface. Full blackface. Full blackface. Movie. Yeah. Well, not for the entire movie, but for the character he plays. You know. But, yeah. <laughs> so that's where I kind of looked. I was like, without even having any idea about this, it's like, here's a war movie and what's going on with that. But right. I just couldn't believe some of the things I saw in there. But then as I, as I did see it, um, it was definitely... It's a funny comedy. It's one of the funniest ones I think I have seen in quite some time. Right. But with that comedy, there's controversy. Right. And just real quick, uh, before we get too far into it, if you're listening to this or watching us on YouTube, if you haven't seen Tropic Thunder, I highly suggest, mm-hmm. you know, you can pause this and come back to it. But there are going to be, obviously, spoilers for this movie. Yeah, we're spoiling it now. You know, it's 12 You've years been warned. <laughs> if you, seriously, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. You won't regret it. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, you're really sensitive. <laughs> we got we got to look at it from everyone's angle. Yeah, everybody's got a different everyone's approach. Everyone's different, you know? right? Okay. For sure. Um, interesting thing about the movie, to me, it's a story about a, a war movie that's not really real. Right. <laughs> I mean, the, Nick Nolte comes in at the beginning of it and it's like, you know, they had this, uh, this rescue mission. Mm-hmm. It was near suicide, you know, mm-hmm. and four people made it back of those four, three people wrote a book of those 
three, two people got published. <laughs> Those two people, one got a movie deal. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> right? Right. But that was uh, that was kind of the take, I mean, that you kind of end up finding out about the movie. But, um, again, you're with a, a studded all-star cast right. of individuals. You have Ben Stiller. You have Robert Downey Jr. Jack Black. Jack Black. Brandon T. Jackson. Brandon T. Jackson. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. And he, I had, they did not market him whatsoever. No, nothing. I had no idea. No idea. Him. And he was a huge star at the time. I mean, Matthew McConaughey's been a star from day one, but. He's a superstar. But, you know, he was in a lot of, like, blockbuster movies oh, around the time. A lot of romantic comedies yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Back when they were throwing big money at that, you know. That big money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big chick, baby. <laughs> Swinging past your knees. But basically, right. But basically, you know, the, su- supposedly the movie is told through the eyes of Nick Nolte's character, who was, uh, you know, a retired Vietnam vet. The, the movie within the movie. The, the movie within <laughs> the movie, yes. Of course. So we, we get a take on that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's an incredible ride right. from start to end. I truly felt like it wasn't really that long of a movie. It just flowed incredibly right. as far as where we were going with it. Um, I can tell the characters do make a huge influence on this movie, mm-hmm. obviously. So I think we should go right into that. Um, ben Stiller. Tug Speedman. Tug Speedman. That's such a... I loved his, uh, <laughs> I loved his nickname that... Uh... <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's character Peck gives him on his phone Tugger Nuts. Tugger Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's something to be proud of. Yep. But yeah, he he's uh, quite the interesting uh, actor in the movie. Uh, he had such uh, amazing titles as uh, a Scorcher franchise. <laughs> They're making not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, six Scorchers. <laughs> And uh, he, you know, in the movie, when they're going through their little e-Hollywood news thing or whatever, True story. Uh, they show him dressed up as a, you know, woman paired with uh, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> Martin Lawrence, <Yeah. laughs> Chitlin and the dude. Oh, it didn't do too well. <laughs> they went to the more drama of area of his career, you know. Right. Of course. Simple Jack. Simple Jack. <laughs> we're going to, and we're actually going to. We're actually going to go to that route again. Mm-hmm. As we were both saying, this this movie is comedy gold in our opinions. But yeah. again, with it being such a funny film, there is controversy involved. We still got to touch light about it. I know it's not something we want to, but yeah. in in twenty twenty, this may not be a film that's going to be around much longer. Right. I mean, it it focuses on on very. Oh, how do I want to put it? I mean, these are sensitive issues. Yeah. To some, obviously, some. <laughs> um, but no, but it, in all seriousness, I mean, you, you know, your stuff about special ed, uh, homosexuality, mm-hmm. uh, and even as far as blackface. I mean, I there's no way that something like this can come out in Hollywood in 2020. Yeah, especially Never. now. like no, People are turning can't. over rocks from 60 years ago. Digging right. Up stuff and, and I, and, you know, it, to each of their own. We're not here to, you know say anything about it but it is what it is yeah i'm not saying any part of that was right or good you know right. type thing i'm just saying right. like that's of kind of the climate we're at at the moment right so so we do see some of some of these instances throughout the picture yeah. um it fits in the movie some would agree some wouldn't but we still want to at least put it out there 
as far as you can tell. Um, but what I like to see about that is the character development. Um, to me, uh, Les Grossman is the highlight of this movie. Right. In my humble opinion. <laughs> uh, for those of you who haven't seen it or that you have maybe your first time, we were kind of shocked because uh, Tom Cruise has a role in this movie. He plays Les Grossman, and I had no clue until the credits rolled at the end of the movie. And he basically plays the most obnoxious owner in probably the world. I mean, I don't think anything gets as as tough as this guy. This this crazy, over-the-top studio head. Literally fearing for your life. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Coke! (laughs) I mean, when a guy's just calling around, calling phones, I'm going to end you. I mean, that could be really bad. Yeah. You know, but... Definitely great character development, a lot of good chemistry, a lot of fun jokes. Um, but in the seriousness, though, of it, they were trying to do a picture about a war, right. Vietnam War. We found out that um, it was actually filmed all in Hawaii. Right, in the island of Kauai. Right. Yeah. But considering that you would have thought that they would have went to Vietnam. I honestly like, thought that they And had. it looked it. Yeah. Damn, I mean, it looked as good as it could be. But Yeah, they did really well on that mm-hmm. whole site spec on that. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I honestly thought that some of it was shot in I did too. Vietnam, especially when you're going, you know, they're going over the choppers, and it's like you're seeing the fields, and it's like this looks like Vietnam, or at mm-hmm. least what you you know would come to realize with it. Right. But, um, and then obviously there's a couple scenes that really kind of kind of put things into perspective with the movie. Obviously, um, what we ended up seeing here is that the things we didn't know came to be that there was ad-libbing and everything that Tom Cruise had done in this movie mm-hmm. was completely just, he just called the shots. Well, I mean, he basically created his own character for the movie. He was originally supposed to play Peck, Tug's, uh, Tug's agent. <laughs> he came in and he was talking to, talking to Stiller. He's like, hey, you know, how about this? You know, doing right. what Tom Cruise does, you know? Mm-hmm. But he made he made that character for himself, and he made the movie. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I consider him. I mean, I have a list of villains, and this could be another topic of a show: top villains, or mm-hmm. you know, in in motion picture. But he's on the list. He's in my top five. <laughs> yeah, hands down. Yeah, <laughs> hands down. Um, so yeah, definitely. He wasn't even the villain in the movie. <laughs> he's a villain. He's the villain. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but then yeah, other things that I was kind of unaware of. Uh, Matthew McConaughey has a nice role in this movie, mm-hmm. but he wasn't actually set to have this role. It was actually supposed to go to Owen Wilson. Right. Yeah. He uh, he ended up passing on it because uh, I think. And at the time, I kind of remember back. Yeah, he he was kind of suicidal at the time. Needed, yeah, I needed think some that's help. what it was. And we're happy that he's still here because he's been in a lot of great movies. We want yeah. future movies out of this guy. He's funny. Right. Um, I, I love Owen Wilson, but, you know, with this whole thing, I, I can't I can't imagine him playing the part. You know, right. Matthew McConaughey. No, was that was that was his. Only his and only his. Um, the Ben Stiller character as Mr. Tug. Um, this was kind of a reflection of his probably his love and fascination of Rambo. Yeah. Which I was like funny, but there's, you know, obviously a reference in the movie. Most definitely. Because the gun show was out <laughs> in full effect. Got any tips? Any tips? <laughs> um, so that was interesting. And then as far as... So I'm going to throw this at you real quick. Sure. What you, you know, got for me? 
with Tug Speedman's character in the movie, do you think Ben Stiller kind of did like a weird mirror reflection and kind of based that character's movie career kind of loosely on Tom Cruise's? <laughs> <laughs> you know how many Mission Impossible movies we have now? Uh, yeah, could be. I mean, he did have a little bit of a slump a little bit, you know, but he's always been a great actor, so I can't, you know, it's comical. I just thought it was a funny that is, reflection. That's a good, that's a good <laughs> point. I didn't even think of that, but it's like, yeah, that's pretty much his, his, uh, his career in a nutshell, I guess you could say. Uh, <laughs> um, and as far as one of the other characters from the movie, um, Brandon T. Jackson, did I say it right? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, was yeah. Uh, one of the characters in the movie played a Motown in the movie within the movie, but he yes. was Al Pacino. Al Pacino, that's A-L-P-A. Chino. Chino. <laughs> Hoorah! Um, I'm Al Pacino, baby! Man. I love the pussy! <laughs> but apparently, um, he wasn't actually set for the role. It actually, two very famous actors, one's a musician, actor, musician, mm-hmm. um, and they declined it because at the time, they didn't know how this would portray for their careers. Right. And that would be Kevin Hart. Yep. Everyone loves Kevin Hart. Yeah. And Grammy recording artist and actor Mos Def. Mos Def. Mos Def. Mos definitely good. See, I did not know that about Mos Def. Yeah. I, I was aware of Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. but not Mos Def. And that was the same thing. I didn't even know about, you know, that was just something that we just ended up finding out, you know, a little bit ago. But Right. Uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart turned it down because he didn't want to play a gay character. Nope. And I thought that was weird. I had to dig into that to find out because I figured there would have been more, you know, more of a scandal about it now. Right. I mean, even if even it being that long ago, mm-hmm. you know, but the way he explained it in the article that I read was basically him saying, you know, it's like, I can't give it my hundred percent, you know, because of his own insecurities about the right. whole thing. So, and that's, that's a good, that's a good portion of that. That's what it meant. They felt insecure. I mean, even if it was a good PR spin, I mean, right. it was still, it worked. <laughs> no, true. But I don't think now in, in 2020, I don't think it's, you know, I think people are completely comfortable with. Yeah, I don't think anybody you know, cares anymore. No, like, no, not at all. I mean, if, I don't know. I, I have a weird thing. Like, I don't want to put my opinion on anybody. But to me, at this point in time, you know, I mean, who cares? No, <laughs> if you're not hurting anyone, enjoy your life to the fullest. Be happy. Right. Because you don't know when you're gone. Exactly. You know, so. Um, so, yeah, just that's a little reflection from it. Um, definitely there's a couple favorite moments of the movie. Wait, wait, wait. One, one second. One second. I did want to ask, was that the same reason why most deaf turned it down? I think it was. Okay. I just. I, I there could have been schedule conflicts, but I, I I might feel that it had to do with that. Okay. You know. So it's just kind of tied in. Could okay. be. Yeah. Um, but regardless, Brandon T. Jackson pulled that thing. Oh, he was hysterical. He's great. The, the confrontational scenes, the little kangaroo Jack hop at the end of it. That was totally him. (laughs) 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 But, uh, yeah, there's a couple, you know, there's a couple truthful scenes, like scenes in the movie that will always stand out to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a couple, you might have a couple as well, but to me, um, the flyover. Right. At the beginning of the movie. Absolutely hysterical. It sets the tone. The flyover is in like the entering of the movie, or when they oh, finally sorry, get him like the do the gorilla style film. Yeah, when they, they're about to go. All Dan- Danny McBride is just like, let's shoot this shit right now, you know. <laughs> and it's like in a real scenario, Hollywood would be fucking losing their mind because of the fact that that would have to be all that budget would be over with, 
and you guys screwed the shot up, I mean, these people will all be out of jobs. <laughs> it was funny. All be done. Uh, Steve Coogan's character, he plays Damian Cockburn, the, yeah, the, yeah. the amateur direct, or rookie director. Yeah. But they're flying in that, that shot overhead right, and whatnot. Right. And he says something along the lines of like, men, when you got in here, you were just four mother, four men in a helicopter. <laughs> now you're with three other men in a helicopter. I know I'm butchering that, but <laughs> it was hilarious. But you can, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely like the 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 dialogue between Les Grossman and basically the leader of the basically the tribe that's holding oh yeah the little guy holding holding yeah. up and still are captive <laughs> I mean just the, we'll show you a little clip of that yeah. right now because we need to take yeah. a little quick break but uh, this guy is hilarious <laughs> we'll be right back this is Les Grossman who is this this is flaming dragon okay flaming dragon fuck face First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Now, I don't know what kind of pan-Pacific bullshit power play you're trying to pull here, but Asia Jack is my territory. So whatever you're thinking, you better think again. Otherwise, I'm going to have to head down there, and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're going to have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up! Did you uh, find out who that was? <laughs> I don't think I have a comment. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave it at that. I love it. The only copy that they have is a little VHS. It's the only movie they have. <laughs> it should have won Oscar. Maybe. <laughs> Well, to be if nominated, you sure. were nominated. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> Other than not, <laughs> I'm sorry. Simple Jacks just. Uh, I'll get into that later. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, I think we'll take a good time to let's go into our pecking order here. Uh, <laughs> I think we both have we picked out five of the our best slash favorite scenes of the movie absolutely yes and i think i'll I'll piece together little clips of the scenes and stuff for uh those listening you'll hear part of it but uh check out our youtube channel uh it'll be in the link in the details link of this uh podcast and uh you'll get to see the full the full view of it but uh we'll start out with number five and for me Mm -hmm. it was the fake trailers at the beginning (laughs) That sets up the whole movie for me. You know, uh, the first one, Al Pacino's booty sweat commercial. Uh, <laughs> that one, it goes straight into uh, the Scorcher preview, Ben Stiller's Tug Speedman movie, and the the whole Here We Go Again. Again. And again. <laughs> I had that one. That was up there. That was my my third one. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> um, my number five was the flyover explosion. Yeah, because I just kept thinking to myself, that's a lot of fucking money wasted. Right. And the jets. <laughs> if it was real, if it was real, and it's like, oh my god, I would have just had a freaking heart attack. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> the bungle in the jungle. But just like how everything just you know, bam, bam, everything just exploded. And they're like, shit. We don't got the shot. Jack Black. We're screwed. Just hanging there. He's like, that was cool. Yeah, right. Of course it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I had num for me number four was, and I don't think you really touched base about this, but uh, the panda scene. <laughs> and we really didn't elaborate that. He kills the panda, and then he calls the back up. Killed I killed what I loved the most. Right? Because he was at a oh, he, he killed like the hooker. He killed the hooker. No, a panda. What do you mean, Amanda? That's probably not even a real name. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes up. He's the next morning. He wakes up. He has the whole skull of the panda as a helmet type thing. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> My number four yeah. was basically it, it. It it was the flyover explosion mm -hmm. thing, but it was, you know, after Danny McBride's character Cody presses yes. him down. He's yep. sitting there just with little hand weight, weight things or whatever. It's like, Mother Nature <laughs> just pissed your pants My little friend! Bam! 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 He's my spirit animal, man. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got number three? Uh, three was part of the trailer scene. Yeah. I, I keep laughing myself about this because I think, you know, you're a father. And I keep thinking, well, when he has another one, that this this trailer could work. Yeah. Well, part of the trailer, Ben Ben uh, Stiller just he's got two of his infants kind of straddled, and he's got guns, and he just mutters, "Who left the fridge open?" six <laughs> <laughs> global meltdown. Meltdown. I mean, it's like you can't even make this stuff up. Oh, when I watched the trailer yesterday, yeah. I saw that they had actually. Where the babies' faces are on that, they yeah. took they put pandas' faces on there. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, uh, number two for me was Jack. Black. Oh, I haven't got to my number three yet, oh, Mister. Okay, I thought you wanted. Yeah, Shay, I thought you wanted to go five through one. No, oh, I thought we were we were throwing it back, throwing it back. Just go ahead. <laughs> Proceed. Bruce. Proceed. <laughs> My number three yeah. was um, the the scene where, you know, they found Tug in the encampment uh, or whatever, you mm -hmm. know, and they're having to talk him off the ledge, basically, yeah. because yeah. he's, like, all messed up. I, I titled this this scene Rooster Illusion. <laughs> I'm a Rooster Illusion. <laughs> but, you know, you, of course, you've got Sergeant O'Cyrus, he was <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I know who I, I know am. who I am. I'm, I'm the dude playing the dude in the skies of the dude. dude. You're the dude who knows what, what duty is. You do uh, know what duty is. I love it too. I agree. Yeah, that was my number three. Three. Uh, three for me. Oh, I just mentioned uh, number two. Oh, yeah, that's right. I just said uh, the first. Uh, uh, number yeah, two um, for me was, uh, I titled this one Scorched Earth. <laughs> Which is, you know, Les is on the phone with the uh, gang from Vietnam, the the triads or whatever, or they're not triads, but uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes on this whole rant on the phone, you know, and I'm I'm not even going to attempt to pan it here. I'm just gonna put the clip here. I am talking scorched earth, but, motherfucker. Uh, I will massacre you. <laughs> that was, will it was the best. I just wanted to call up everybody I didn't, you know, it didn't even matter who it was. Just say somebody who, you know, just had it coming, you know, and just repeat that, you know. <laughs> matter of fact, I might call you up one day from a private number and just play that. <laughs> All right. Moving along. <laughs> Uh, number two, uh, for me, uh, 
There's a scene with Jack Black, and he has a little bit of what you would call a drug problem. <laughs> um, he basically tells his co-star that whatever happens as he sees a poppy field to strap me into a tree. <laughs> and he doesn't give a shit what you say. Nope. Strapped to the tree, and that dude was just knucking futz. <laughs> and I know I know which part you're going to, yep. and I will put that right here. <laughs> Alpha, if you untie me, I will literally suck your dick right now. I told you for the last time, I love the pussy. I'll cradle the balls, stroke the shaft, work the pipe, and swallow the gravy. Get it over here, buddy. Let's do this. Right? Right. Get over here. But, um... Number one, this is one of those little minute details that maybe it's just me and my twisted brain and it just made me die from laughing. And maybe there's something wrong with me. But <laughs> there's a part where Robert Downey Jr. is in the focal point of the scene there in the jungle. And it seems like he breaks character. <laughs> like he sit there, like he goes on this thing, like spit that shit out man <laughs> and he has this big smile on his face and then dead eyes it's like he lost it and just brought it right back in what you getting at with the book script spit that shit out man I, oh, alright the weather fence and it just makes me crack up laughing yeah, every time a testament how good he is right hands down yep. <laughs> That's, I'm surprised I, I didn't expect that but yeah. yeah I mean my number one was just that so it doesn't really matter it was that? Oh, no, mine was, uh, you know, the, the verbal abuse of oh, Mr. Grossman. Oh, Grossman, yeah. Yeah. I have to say, an <laughs> honorable mention for me, and <coughs> the simple Jack stuff. Maybe it's my affinity for Forrest Gump, you know. <laughs> that could be. I love Forrest Great, Gump. incredible movie. But... I mean, mm-hmm. the main poster you see of Simple Jack or the little preview is him running through a hayfield, swinging a hammer at a butterfly. <laughs> You've got a fine brain, Jack. You make me happy. But now the question is, can... You make me happy. I have... I have done that to so many friends and relatives to the point of annoyance. <laughs> I'm sure about that. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. I was laughing so hard at it. It was almost offensive. I remember when I was in the you theaters. <laughs> I was in the theaters and I was dying laughing from the Simple Jack stuff. You're the only and asshole had... and they're laughing about it. Everyone's like, you jackass. <laughs> He's over there cracking up. <laughs> I literally had a friend elbow me in the side. It's like, it's fucking funny. What do you want from me? It's always one asshole, ladies and gentlemen. Always yeah, one. I was that asshole that day, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, uh, all right, we're going to wrap up on this yeah. Tropic Thunder. Uh, I just want to kind of quickly run through uh, some of the achievements of the film. Um, it opened up uh, number one. Opening weekend. And twelve it, years ago today. Yeah, twelve years Damn. ago today, and it got it got twenty six million dollars its first weekend, and it stayed in number one position for three weeks after that. Hmm. Um, some of the awards uh, for that movie, uh, Robert Downey Jr. actually got uh, nominated for an Academy Award, <laughs> a BAFTA Award, yeah, yeah, and a Screen Actors Guild Award. Tom Cruise and Robert Downey Jr. 
both got nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. nailed this role. Of course he nailed it. As weird and right. a, a weird of a role as it is. Yeah. I forgot it was Robert Downey Jr. No, you, you don't. You don't, you don't look at that. Right. No. And like. Not in my opinion, no. Brandon T. Jackson, you know, of course, when he was reading the script and stuff like that, you know, he saw the whole blackface thing and he was like, what? You know, of course. But, you know, he, he stated saying, you know, once he heard him and saw him in a character and stuff, mm-hmm. like it just impressed him with how good of an actor he is. And that's really a shine on him. I mean, like he's a phenomenal actor. He's, yeah. But, uh, incredible range. Oh, by far. It's such, such a good job. <laughs> Uh, I wish racism wasn't the thing. We should be laughing at so much of this shit. Like, <laughs> but anyways, uh, before the DVD release that came out, I think November eighth of that year. Mm-hmm. But in the time that it came out in August to the November, it had earned a hundred eighty-eight million worldwide. It's not too shabby. Money. I mean, it's not as big as the billion-dollar, ep- you know, epic box office hits well, and now, that but. and you know your hundred million dollar opening weekends but i mean in all actuality for the comedy genre of course that's a huge i was just gonna say I, i'd have to look that up and see what is like you know the biggest comedy opening of a film yeah look that up we'll look that up and you know what yeah. i'll do everybody a favor i will put that in the video so if you're listening to this on the podcast or wherever you're getting them from mm-hmm. go check us out on youtube Make sure, uh, first off, you get that little bit of information that we're lacking right here. <laughs> we'll get better on that, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, this is number five for us. Uh, not going to lie, this is uh, our third take at it because I was just not having it today. <laughs> for some reason, it just wasn't clicking. It happens to the best of us. Right. Well, yeah, we decided that we were going to record five podcasts before we even released one. So let's go August 13th. And hopefully by, I don't know, we'll say probably within the next month, at least we'll probably start getting it out. But yeah, we are going to keep pumping them out every week. Like we've been doing, uh, this is week number five for us and, uh, I love it. This is really, uh, a newfound passion for me actually Absolutely. i didn't i actually didn't think i was going to enjoy this as much as you know i had an idea i would very, like it but you'd be very surprised ron right i think uh, a little reflection on our episodes i think metallica you know we were both very passionate about that band so that one to me that was so easy that was a no-brainer yeah I'd, i'm a bigger fan by the way i know that yeah okay yeah. just want to let the records show. I'll just say that, you know, when Slipknot comes around. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> we'll see who's throwing around that BD. Okay, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, stick with us. Uh, we're going to just keep pumping these out until we gr- get great at it, and then we're just going to keep going forward from there. We need you to like and subscribe yes, so we can keep putting please. this out for you guys. Uh, definitely, you know, give us a review, um, on iTunes that will help us out tremendously. You know, I would love for five star reviews, but you know, we have to earn that shit. So, and the first 
one of our videos that gets to a thousand views. Yep. Or likes. Ohio Reformatory. Paul will go back. This old man will be scared like a little child. Yeah. And I'm going to laugh. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be supporting. Shut the hell up. I'll You're going to laugh. I'll <laughs> <laughs> <gonna> be crying. <laughs> we'll uh, see. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this, uh, guys and gals, I should say. You're damn right. Damn right. Got to represent. Well, yeah. Uh, seriously, thank you for listening, and I uh, hope we get you to come back next week. And uh, we'll just let next week be another surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you have All a good right. rest of your week. Take care. Later. Later. This is insane. Are you really going to abandon this movie? We're supposed to be a unit. So much. <laughs>